You've tuned into the Bellion Podcast for the week of September 11th, 2022. This is episode 216. From a somewhat somber city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And always straight out of 9226, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, our Words of Note series continues by taking a look at the Icelandic word for wisdom. It's called Viscu. AJ and I are going to share our own life hacks, tips, and acquired knowledge from the lens of the city by the Salish Sea. You, dear listener, are listening to the Bellingham Podcast. Chris, I have missed that sweet baritone voice. How are you doing? That's doing fine, thank you. Um, I, I want to hijack our episode, if I may, in our typical little banter about how we're doing. Hijack away. I appreciate it. I would like to be able to share some quotations from someone. Uh, that I think is very uh, relevant and important right now. So I'm going to begin because you just don't have anything to say about it. Uh, <laughs> all right. I yield the floor, Mr. Powell. Thank you, sir. Kind gentleman from uh, the great state of Washington. Uh, quote, it's worth remembering that it is often the small steps, not the giant leaps, that bring about the most lasting change. Well said. Let us not take ourselves too seriously. None of us has a monopoly on wisdom. Love it. I'll play in later. That ties into our show. Yes. I believe that young or old, we have as much to look forward to with confidence and hope as we have to look back on with pride. And also, uh, finally, I'll give another one. When life seems hard, the courageous do not lie down and accept defeat. Instead, they are all the more determined to struggle for a better future. Now, uh, these quotations came from a very well-known person with a lot of wisdom with a lot of wisdom which ties in with our show um and we as we are recording this we are hours uh from the news that uh her majesty queen elizabeth queen elizabeth, queen elizabeth ii has passed away and moved on from this world um aj you start yeah so i mean we're by no means is the belly on podcast a news show but if we were we do it a heck of a lot better so and we always steer away from politics. However, with the Bellingham podcast, we're bad. We're worldwide. And a good chunk of our listenership does come from across the pond. And we've got people in France and Great Britain and, and Spain and uh, Sri Lanka. Yes. And, uh, you know, many people have, have, who have listened to the shows over the years, you know, we've got friends and colleagues in the podcast sphere like uh, Dan, who's at Timeless Square Moments, who serves in, the, in the, the Royal Army. You know, it was one of those things where when this news broke, you know... Uh, Chris and I wanted to, you know, pass our condolences because here's a world leader whom for, what, seven decades? About seven decades, yes. Who s served in a lot of good deeds, in, not in, just for her nation. A lot of goodwill yeah. for many people, not just in the United Kingdom, not just in England and, and Great Britain, but also just all over the darn world. One of the things that I think goes with a, with your quotes is, you know, she, she, took her, she took herself serious, but also not so serious. I mean, the fact that during the Olympics, yes. the James Bond. It, it's it's in know? recent memory, yes. And, yeah. and from a, a, a dumb American guy. We have two very big knuckleheads that are Anglophiles right you here. You know, and just to be able to see how uh, Her Majesty has a sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, hello, or, you know, good good afternoon, Mr. Bond. Bond. Oh, okay, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, right. Um, so, you know, in the pro wrestling ter uh, world, I I marked out for that one. That's a term that you really are like, that was cool. That was awesome. Anyway, um, so much more. We are yeah. thinking of, of recent memories of some things, of course. Uh, but our uh, from this side of the Atlantic, yeah, uh, the Bellingham Podcast wants to send condolences to all of our listeners and all, it, whomever yeah. uh, the country of Great Britain. Uh, we're we're sorry for your loss. Um, and 
last episode of our Word of Note series was uh, Ikoku, right. of things that we have sorrow for or lament. Uh, that We were in episode two early in a lot of ways. Yeah, but Let, it does dovetail in the fact that, you know, with Visku yes. uh, and Wisdom, you know. Got a, got a link in our Substack uh, for the, uh, you know, more information about the Icelandic word for wisdom. And I think there's, you know, we all have wisdom that we've gained over the years and acquired, mm-hmm. uh, even though sometimes it is a joke about one's intelligence level but you you live on this planet long enough you're going to gain some life experience and some <laughs> uh, educational moments and so I think AJ and I wanted to uh, you know tie in some of the ways that we found uh, those moments where we learned something and want to share it with you our dear listener uh, that might help matters out uh, I'm gonna go first go for it and I'm not sure what it's like in Great Britain or around the world but here in the northwest of the Northwest we have grocery stores with extensive parking lots and uh, some of these parking lots there's there's a parallel where cars will kind of take a hard left or right turn and park side by side and then there's angled parking lots whether or not you (laughs) have an angled or a, a, a straight in parking lot i found it's wise to not back in to your parking spot because there's a certain aspect of putting your grocery bags in your vehicle (laughs) <laughs> that the lift gate or the uh, the back door trunk might be difficult to uh, maneuver the cart in between cars and wedge that in there. Otherwise, you're going to be making some trips back and forth uh, from the <laughs> aisle. So wisdom, my viscue to start things off is uh, just just pull in and, and work on your reverse skills by looking behind you to avoid those collisions instead of just immediately going out forward. I It'll be okay. We, I love how we went from a somber note to the typical Bellingham podcast tongue firmly planted in cheek it's it's completely planted <laughs> this in is, cheek this is this is uh I, your I've podcast got... monarchs right here with bequeathing you wisdom over the years <laughs> I, I there may be a term in britain i may butcher it danny let me know um i i've got the cheek <laughs> the cheek <laughs> Cheeky. Anyway. Cheeky when you are. I got another one, at least from the driving standpoint. Okay. Oh, man. I, man, we're going to get a, such an eye roll over, over this episode. Anyway. Let the eye rolls roll. Let the, you know, let the good times roll. Assuming other, dri- you, we just need to assume. Assume. Based on. Well, you know, I got some wisdom from my pops about assume. Okay. Makes- I, I've heard about that. Yes. <laughs> pops, you're, you're on with, you got something there. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we, I've been driving for, let's do the math, 33 years. A third of a a century. Yeah, well, it's a long minute. It's a New York minute. And I've learned that no matter how many times I have hope for my fellow drivers on the road. Oh, I'm so sorry. When there are two lanes that will be eventually converging into one, and there will be signs, at least in American roads, that says, lane ends, merge left. There will always be drivers who are going to go on the right lane to try to get in in front of whomever some anonymous driver on the road, even though they are hurtling through speeds at 35 to 45, maybe more miles per hour. We need wisdom. The viscue in this case is to assume that other drivers will speed through the right lane and merge quickly ahead of you as two lanes become one. See, the wisdom in this is that we will let, we will just have the mindset go right ahead. I'm predicting this. I know you're going to do it. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. We're still all going to be in line together. Oh, yeah. And I think in America, we have this mindset. And hey, contact me if you can uh, to tell me I'm wrong. But it's the American way to say, get behind me. Mm. 
uh, either lead, follow, or get out of the way. Well, I'm leading and get behind me a fellow driver. So uh, I think it may be time that we never really stiff arm people as we're entering into a department store. Sure. Those opening doors, get yeah. out of my way, I'm coming in first. You let people kind of go ahead of you. You may, some evolved uh, Americans will open the door for people to let them go first. Hmm. Imagine if we were to adopt that mentality with our vehicles. So wisdom is knowing that or expecting that you will have a vehicular companion uh, on the road do this, uh, that might cause you to tap your brakes. I like it. AJ, what's some wisdom you got for us? So the wisdom I'm going to start with is something that I've mentioned across our almost six years of the show, and that is the mountain doesn't care. So one of the things where I get most of my wisdom outside of my folks and my elders is uh, something that I've, I've taught my son since he has been on the trails with me, and that is... Our eldest elders, in at least in, in the, the, the culture that I teach in, in my family, is our mountains. Because at the end of time, mountains always going to be here. We're going to be dust. And so a lot of, a lot of people, when I, I talk about this, they're like, oh, it's like that memento mori stuff. No, it's not the same. Because when you think about it, um, anybody who hikes will understand, like, when you go out into nature and you're out in uh, either, whether it's backcountry or you're doing a, a single day push or you're doing a multi-day trek, you know, there is a calmness and quietness that kind of beseats you when you get out there. And you're, with it comes a connection. Um, you're listening more. Um, you're feeling everything in your body, whether you're hungry, whether you're not, whether you're hot, whether you're not, what aches, what doesn't. And it's that connectivity that you only really experience um, doing that kind of thing versus what we see as connectivity, I'm doing air quotes on that, with our mobile devices yep. or on the internet and stuff. And it's that human sense. Um, and really, I get that from my eldest elders, and that is our mountains. Um, now, for you, dear listener, as you're listening to this, if you're somebody who's near the ocean, you know, you might feel that out on the, on the waves. Um, if you're inland, you may feel that out in your fields. You know, but it's that connectivity, groundedness. There's a lot of different terms for it. But the wisdom that comes from the earth, however you depict uh, el mundo, tierra, you know, however you, you see it, you know, that is a wisdom that can center anybody, um, no matter where in the world you are and whatever culture you come from. So, Very good. I'm gonna, uh, it's, it's evident in our first leadoff <clears throat> uh, bits of wisdom sharing that you are one for the outdoors yeah. and I'm one. You're on urban. the road. I'm yeah. on the road. Um, let's. Let, I want to shift gears to talk about finances. Nice shifting gears. Indeed, no pun intended. I'm, uh, you see what I did there? Uh, I found that some people may go to the grocery store or the convenience store on a frequent basis, sometimes daily or every other day, depending on how it is, to get just what they need for that dinner. Hmm. After work, you hit the store, you you come back. That can be. That can lead to a lot of impulse purchases. Hmm. And uh, from what I've learned from wisdom, especially with my beautiful wife, who is amazingly, uh, you know, talented with this logistic, planning a week's meal menu and getting on the shopping list the ingredients to make that happen. Now, it's not a it's not a 20 ingredient uh, Michelin meal, but sometimes we will just get this and this and this. But we know what we're going to be eating that week ahead of time. It will save money in the future. Mm. The wisdom has shown me that those impulse buys may be of higher price in some aspects. And so therefore, if you shop for the week's groceries and 
instead of what do I feel like at this time when I'm in the store, have it planned out, think ahead, because, oh, by the way, you might be having a, a dinner with friends, you might be on a date, and so therefore that meal won't be needed to, for purchase. This could save you some money in the future. So with, with regards to finances and money, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I learned at an early age, and I kind of, I'm starting to see a little bit more, at least in, in my generation, is uh, staying within your means. Oh, yeah. And there was there was a time where, you know, a lot of people would just see, oh, well, I have easy access to credit or I hear this a lot. I'm just, I'm trying to beat inflation. If I, you know, the interest that I get on this versus this, really, I'm just staying ahead. And quite frankly, you're lying to yourself, okay? If you don't have the money for it, don't get it, okay? And really... Yeah, see that, that, that the crow agrees. The with crow us. agrees. Uh, we should also preface: we're back in uh, Studio B here, uh, the, uh, the Studio Barce, the outside studio of Casa de Barce. That's right. But you know, the the notion that wisdom will provide is that you know, uh, especially talking to a lot of my my again my peers and my my generation is, you know, a lot of the people who, when they were young and dumb and rushed out and got a credit card and got the latest shiny. How long did it really last them? And then how much are they paying for that actual thing over time versus eh, did it really benefit them? Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to go all Chris Powell minimalist here, but like... Oh, believe me, I'm not a minimalist when it comes to uh, finances or food or something like that. Well, but again, coming to things, like I think wisdom dictates like if we we have always said on the show, and this is where I was tying Mm -hmm. into it, buy the best cry once. You know, I have more and more looked at my things, whether it's recording equipment or watches or uh, tools, buying what I know is going to not just last me, but you know hopefully last my son's life. And it was funny because I'm relating this to you and I'll, I'll try to find a link to the show and I'll, I'll put it uh, in the show notes for Substack. Um, Om Malik, mm-hmm. who uh, famously of Giga Ohm, yes. and uh, he has a lot of interesting philosophies and he's also a great long exposure photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a, a type of artist who will take his camera out and do very long exposure, several minutes of exposures. And Ohm, in, in an interview, he, he mentioned that he looks at things when he acquires something, and he's a big watch person too, and he kind of specs out the life that he sees with that thing before he purchases it. Uh-huh. So price per use of that thing, whether it's a car, a watch, a pen, yep. because he's an analogist. And if he doesn't get the, the maths right, as it were, then he doesn't throw down on it, no matter how much he wants it or thinks he, he needs it. Cool. And it's an interesting notion. So that's what I'm coming into with this wisdom of finances and purchasing Excellent. things. Along those lines with analog, it could be digital in some aspects, but I found that the if you take some time and do and learn the fine tuning of the FM dial, yeah. you'll be reaching uh, a, a particular radio station that gets locked in a little bit after the 102 marking yep, here yep, on the mm-hmm. United States radio stations. And that one, at least in Bellingham uh, City Limits and maybe beyond in Whatcom County, is KMREFM. Yeah, and it's 102 and a third. You have oh, to kinda, 102.3, yeah. Yeah, yeah you kind of got to get, get that third of a hertz right it's there. It's a smidge. It's a smidge. Beyond, yes. Yep, and uh, uh, because of our, our sporadic uh, recording as of late, we're going to be moving to a new schedule, which okay. will be, uh, our show will be airing, I believe, still Saturdays, but we're going to go to like a once or twice a month. Okay. Uh, more good. to that co- to come as uh, we figure out our production schedule. Absolutely. So uh, one other thing as far as digital, uh, I, we got to talk about tech. Oh. Let's talk yep. about tech, baby. Let's talk about tech, baby. <laughs> All right. 
Um, Chris, I, it's just you and me. That, it's, it's about all the good things and the bad things tech may be. Um, I have a lot of clients and I have a lot of uh, customers that I work with, uh, that I advise, that I f- fix issues with their uh, computers and things like that. And I've noticed that a lot of them uh, have files on their desktop. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. No, uh, no uh, judging. It's yeah, just... no judging. It's just, yes, it, it, it's there. If you are one of these people, please do not feel uh, marginalized no. or uh, sheepish or anything like that. There is wisdom, dear listener, the VSQ, and even people in Iceland. I, I, some sources say people in Iceland get a USB drive, whether it's an external one, like the, the pack of cards that plugs in that has a high storage capacity, or just one of those little jump drive things. Those Icelandic folks, they know what they're talking about. They've got some VSQ. They pop it into their computer, and then they make an archival copy of all those desktop files just in case something happens. Because, you know, fun fact, folks, the laptop that you take with you for all of its portable remote uh, benefits, that could also be uh, a remote escape plan with someone else stealing your your device. And that also would include your files that you may not have backed up on another storage. There is wisdom in backing up your files. I think I've mentioned that about 35 out of the 216 episodes that we've done Probably so right. far. Yes. Any uh, tech wisdom you got for us? So yes and no. So my first piece of tech wisdom is if it doesn't exist in three places digitally, it never existed at all. And if you know, why three places, AJ? <laughs> Did you catch that little softball I just wow, tossed up there for Chris. you? Crank it over the le- uh, well, your right-handed batter, left field look, fence. Look, uh, yes, there's this whole three-two-one backup that has been touted for twenty years. That some the, motor mouth always yammers yeah, on about. You and I have adapted adapted it to the the fact that it, if it doesn't exist in three, if it didn't exist in three places, it never existed at all. Because <clears throat> the thing is, is that most people who have a backup, they have it at their house. Or they have a backup and they're using the cheapest affordable on-cloud solution that there is. And what happens if they go out of business, which has happened to me twice in my tenure. And, you know, it's just one of those things where when you think about your data, you know, and we even had an episode, what if you die? You know, Mm -hmm. it's more of an essence of where in the world and where digitally it is and who can get access to it otherwise you know, if you have everything in this one drive that's encrypted uberly with the AES 256 encrypted, here's the problem. You die. Nobody has access to it. It never existed because yeah. you can't get to it. Uh, one other tech item of wisdom that I learned early on in my career, back when I had a different hair color, mm. uh, but it's still the same baritone voice. I was in the office and, you know, if you're if you're back in the office, in the workplace, uh, you know, cool for you. If you're remotely working, uh, something to think about. I had a coworker uh, who just just joined my department and he was a cool cat. We were, you know, kind of getting to know each other and I was working on some things on my windows computer and I went to go to the bathroom and I didn't say anything. I just kind of got up and I went to the restroom, which was, Oh, let's just say 30 seconds away. Sure. Uh, I'm not going to talk about how long it takes me to, uh, use the restroom facilities, but let's just say it was about maybe, uh, two minutes total that I was away from AFK, away from keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. So I return, and I'm working on my Windows computer, and this is back in the late 90s, so we're going to say- uh, In 98, probably. 98. So 
there's a little uh, bonk that happens whenever there's a system error or system notification. And for some reason, as I have my computer speakers, uh, I have external speakers because I listen to quiet music at times, I heard a word coming from my computer that the word was actually an anatomical uh, or a piece of a, a human anatomy. And... I was like, that was unusual, and I clicked OK, and it, it turned out that there was a couple of them that I had a couple system notifications. And to hear this word of a body part, hmm. I'm thinking, OK, what just happened? And I'm retracing my steps, and I go, I was gone from my computer for a couple minutes. I looked over to my right at my uh, new coworker, <laughs> who's about my age, and I look, and I asked him, did you do this? And he kind of looked up and you know, was uh, trying not to smile. He was he goes, a cheeky guy, huh? He, 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 he had a bit of the cheek. Um, <laughs> and he goes, maybe? And I go, ah. And it turns out that you can adjust some things. The wisdom that I learned from this dear listener is that even when you are home, Google it, duck, duck, go it, seer exit, uh, do some startpage.com it, do a web search for how to lock your computer. <laughs> because if you lock a computer, stuff doesn't happen when you're away from it. And ever since then, I learned that, uh, I believe it was Windows, Windows key, L. Windows key L, yes, to lock your computer. And by cracky, I've done that ever since. Yep. Mac side is, uh, I think, control command Q. Don't take my word for it. Look it up, kids, if you got a Mac computer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was my a bit of wisdom from the tech side. That crow's laughing the at The crow you. was laughing at me That's because, good. you know... Uh, He's like, they said a naughty word on your computer. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, so dovetailing into my second one yes. uh, that's kind of related to digital but not is uh, I remember it was probably the early aughts and there was a probably a, sh a TV show. I don't even know if it was streaming at the time. And it was about a what if. What if there was a EMP or something that would disable all technology uh -huh. and i remember there was a main character and she um lost uh in this great interruption of the world um she was split away from her her children and she's trying to get back to her children she's part of the the protagonist crew that's kind of survived this uh post-apocalyptic type of thing and she's still clutching her um smartphone oh and it was interesting because somebody went up to her uh and was just like why you know that's a brick that there's no why do you keep hanging on to it and she goes because somewhere on here is the only photos of my child uh, and i'm just trying to get back to them yes and it was interesting the rest of the show i didn't really care about but that one scene still lingered with me because as a photographer and i've seen this time and time again whenever if you were Chris Powell, if you were to reach into, I know you're minimalist, but if you were to reach into your wallet right now, do you have a picture of your your kiddo or and or your wife? The answer to that question is no. I have a very slim wallet that sure. does not have the photos there. Yes. So I still do. I still carry one, uh, just in stacks photo of my wife and my kid, and it's one of those things where there was even me growing up um, before. I mean, when when right before Blackberries hit the scene, you know, it was still common to have like your girlfriend or your significant other, you know, in your wallet, and that is kind of a died and gone type of thing because we are it's so easy to grab our phone mm -hmm. and so dear listener my wisdom it's, it's now our lock screen wallpaper yeah that's getting a, a new refresh on ios 16 but anyway so like my dear listener what wisdom has taught me as a photographer is you know yeah sure keep a, a, a photo in your wallet but keep print photos because mm -hmm. again you know if 
you get a bit of ransomware on your computer mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. If there's a print photo, you know, you can always rely on that when the power goes out, yep. uh, post-apocalyptic uh, nuance happens or whatever. Um, but also, you know, if, I don't know, it's just a, a way of caring I me mean, as a photographer is. Those uh, memories can't be replicated. No, get yeah. them in print. Uh, the next bit of wisdom I have is relating to the office, but it's a little bit more about career or your job. And I have a, a luxury of being able to have a consistent schedule Monday through Friday, eight to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's been the bulk of my career yeah. post-college. I learned something along the way that really uh, cha- was a game changer, <laughs> as you uh, just mentioned. <clears throat> I would normally get to work at eight o'clock. That involved the commute from my house to the office. Um lunchtime there'd be lines of work for uh the the food eateries and then going home rush hour i was able to time shift my work schedule 30 minutes back mm-hmm. so i would start at 7:30 a.m. and end at 4:30 a.m. thereby taking lunch if i you know did that at 11:30 a.m. what happened for me was i had a third of the commute time since there were fewer cars on the road right I got my my lunch vittles uh, quicker if there wasn't there was barely a line uh, because most people you know someone rings the 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 triangle for the meal bell come and uh, get that's it that's right and uh, the lines would form I got my food quicker I finished lunch earlier and then by leaving a half hour earlier I avoided some of the traffic I mean rush hour forget about it wherever it starts at three but I had a better drive home and saved a lot of time. If you are able to enable this in your uh, work situation, you might benefit from getting to work a little bit earlier and leaving a little bit earlier as well. Nice. Yeah. So my last one is um, around food. Oh, yeah. All things. Something I love. So uh, when my many of you who have listened to the show over the six years know that my son had a lot of food-related allergies when he was born. And out of it, I took about three years and uh, went on his diet, as I as I call it. And whatever he, it was, he was allowed to eat, I would eat. And I gave up a lot of things. Uh, matter of fact, I still have given up a lot of these things now, four or five years going on later, uh, such as beef. I haven't. Uh, that was something on his list of uh, high allergen, and um, quite frankly, I've never gone back. Mm-hmm. And out of it, I talked to so many of my friends and I always got the same thing. Like, wow, it's really cool that you're doing that. But I could never, I could never give up, insert whatever I had to remove, yep. beef or... Uh, I could never give up my morning coffee. Yeah, or whatever. And it was interesting to me because I, I always kind of had the same, same response. I was like, really? You wouldn't give it up if it would kill your child mm. or put them, in, put them in the hospital. And it was just interesting because... I and of course my wife in her background in 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 dietetics and uh, agriculture you know it was interesting listening to her because again as a people there's a lot of cultural ties to certain foods um being partially italian obviously italian cuisine has uh some nostalgic effects to us being pacific northwesterner you know salmon and our 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 uh, seaborne stuffs, if you uh, don't have a seafood allergy, um, is important to us. But it was interesting that there were some foods like beef or, uh, for instance, um, soy or whatever. It was interesting to me and what wisdom I got out of that diet was, yes, there are some cultural 
foods that may be important to you, but evaluate what you are eating and why. Mm, the why is the big one. You know, is it because it's easy for you? Is it because, for instance, if you, uh, we talk about this on the show, you know, there are some of you that like to have a drink, mm-hmm. you know, is it because you've told yourself, you know, oh, well, I'm insert whatever heritage and it's part of my culture to blah, drink in excess. And my parents did this after work as or well. Or whatever, yeah. you know, ask yourself self, you know, is that really what I'm about? And for me coming out of it, like I eat uh, a lot cleaner, you know, like for instance, a lot more veg as opposed to garbage. So like for me uh, and the, the health effects of it, you know, I'm a little bit lighter, all that other jazz we've talked about, but I would encourage you, dear listener, reevaluate the the food that you eat and why you're eating it. Um, yes, things taste are tasty. Ice cream is tasty. You know, um, I've given up dairy and I've mm-hmm. given up dairy for four years and it challenged me to be a better cook out of out of that. Very so. good. I've got uh, one other thing I want to talk about. So this is in the realm of mu- music, but it can also apply to many other things of hobbies. Groovy. And, uh, other, uh, you know, whatever. Take it for what it's worth. So I have been uh, blessed to be able to play bass guitar in a, in a few local uh, bands around Bellingham. I've seen you. Yes, you have. And <laughs> the fact you still want to hang out with me is is great. I appreciate you uh, not... You're a baller bassist. Uh, well, you know. Thank you. Um, that, But playing the bass, I'm a bit of an aggressive bass player. And there sure. have been times when, uh, using my fingers, I've actually broken strings... Yeah. On it's easy to break a string on an electric guitar. I've done that a oh, lot yeah, of lots times. Oh, lots of times. But and that also uh, goes to my bit of wisdom. When I have a bass that has a broken string, and I'm performing live, it gets wackily out of wackily. That's a word. I like that. Yeah, it gets wackily out of tune. And if I'm in the middle of a song, it's going to be a little bit of a disruption, and I don't want that. And so I learned that if I tried this, I thought about it. Fender makes precision and jazz basses. They have different pickup yeah. configurations. They sound different. Mm-hmm. What if I was to buy the exact same bass guitar and have twins? So therefore, I, and I have a black bass with a maple neck. For all you gearheads out there of the music world, there's uh, a few. Two G and L L twenty five hundred basses, black body, maple neck, and they're ex- the exact model, exact pickups, exact gauge of strings. And when that happens. And if, if it were to happen, I mute, I hit the tuner mute, which cuts my signal. I unplug the bass so there's no pop through the, the main yep. PA. I take out my strap locks. I set that bass down, pick up the other one that's within uh, arm, you know, reach. arm reach, put it on my strap, put the, the cable in, unmute, boom. I think I lost about maybe 20 seconds of, of time. Yeah. As a professional, that's been valuable mm-hmm. in uh, having a device such as a tablet do you get backup uh, iPads do you get do you buy an affordable laptop and have a second one just in case do you have a pair of running shoes and have another one that you have as you, as other shoes the the the, the wisdom of twins or mm-hmm. a duality having the same thing can help out cameras if you're yeah, shooting I, I know you I, I see you yeah. twiddling that pencil you're about ready to jump in to get the same mirrorless 
yep. lens and this you don't have to readjust your mind as you are shooting if you get the same knife two of the same knife as you're chopping up the vegetables for your tasty supper uh <laughs> you, you know the feel you don't have to go to another one and relearn it in your mind yeah that's some wisdom that i learned early on however it applies to your hobby uh you know d- dueling bookmarks uh, <laughs> dueling bookmarks because you know that that's where my spot is in this book and that's where my spot is in this book Ooh, book ends because we're starting and now this is the end it, of this, this episode this is the end of the world and this episode as we know it so that wraps it up for this wisdomatic edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get our podcast. Remember, if you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on Camry, 102 point and a third FM. <laughs> they are community powered and streaming all over the world on KMRE.org on your internet dial. And on that note, take some wisdom thought. I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks very much for joining us once again on the Bellingham Podcast. Mm-hmm.